started. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Carside Chat here at the Executive Automotive Society. I'm your host, as always, Primo. We always promised you that we were going to have some more guests on and we're going to have some people to talk about some cool stuff. And I'm going to talk to somebody right now who is actually way cooler than me and can actually set the system up way better than me. Look at how nice it looks. Joel Chapel of NewEnglandAutoShow.com. What's up, Joel? Uh, you know, the, the sky is up and many things are up and, and the car show season was definitely up. <laughs> now, if everybody's noticing, he has a really nice setup with his whole lower quarter here. And I'm getting to think that I need to up my game somehow. So, and so, you, know, I, you know, I was experimenting and and this is what happens. This is I need to experiment more. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Exactly. I, I had an awesome lower quarter one time that had a it had a flaming wheel and had the whole bar and I could put my name on it. But um, I don't know if it's is it. Do you get to do that? Yeah, stuff? You did, with have, the, you did have that on a couple of your broadcasts. Yeah, right. Yeah. But it, do right. you have it? Is it that one on a green screen or is it just like something you no, just no, edit in? No, it's it's literally like on and like I, I can actually go in and actually like, you know, like like turn them off and if I want to and, you know, to get rid of them and then do the transition and like look at on. this and um but i didn't but, even plug yeah. up my other camera today <laughs> right and you know and, and it's you know and but i don't want to show off you know kind of thing but right no uh, feel free <laughs> but uh <laughs> you know it, it is one of those things that i you know i was kind of struggling so it's great to have like amazing like editing slash uh, like cameras and, and all of that kind of stuff, but it it's more important to have like the correct content. And that was what I was really struggling with. So I haven't oh, really I, done anything. I also, I also just noticed the polo. Right. I know. And I haven't sent you yours and I, I'm, ah, I'm, I wasn't going to say anything either. <laughs> I, I really, I'm really embarrassed by that because I said, Oh, it's on its way. And yeah. it literally like the box is still sitting like by the door right now. And it's, uh -oh. I'm a little embarrassed by it. So <laughs> Because I, I started to put it on. I'm like, oh, no, I actually told him I was going to send him one. He's probably going to say something. Yeah, well, not until I, totally I saw it. You, you know, what? if you had made a crappy polo, I probably wouldn't have cared. But now that it's like a really nice one. I'm like, you know, hey, give me a sign yeah, me yeah, up. Yeah. <laughs> the worst part is I'm sitting there going like, I'm like, you know what? That's a really nice polo. I should probably pick something up like that. And I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a second. <laughs> I've seen this before. <laughs> but yeah. So um, right now, one of the big things that you're doing, have you, have you, you know, when you were thinking before about doing something with YouTube or doing some sort of video conferencing stuff or whatever for your channel, what did you ever decide not to do that? Or what kind of led I, you around with that? You know, honestly, I was actually nervous about it because I was struggling with what kind of content and what, and what format to do. And, and, and I was possibly trying probably uh overthinking it um and, and 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 like i said you know you can have you can have the best production and you can have the best uh you know um editing but if you don't have the, the like the true good content uh then you really don't have anything kind of thing so i was i was really struggling with like what format to do like was i going to do like reviews of car shows was i going to was i going to be topical much like you which that's what kind of worried me because you already do that mm -hmm. kind of thing. So I didn't want to be just like another fish in the pond. That's kind of doing the same thing that everybody else is doing. And I was really struggling with coming up with like the, like the original type of content. And, and I keep saying that I'm going to take video when I go to car shows, they get and too busy. 
and I and I really get too busy with with photographing, um, yeah. which is what what which is what I mainly do on the website. You know, that's that's the main thing is the, the website does it, it's the, the the calendar aspect, but it's also of like when we go to the show, we take pictures of each of the cars that we see, or at least our favorite cars. Um, oh, and I try to take pictures of every car, but you can't really do it, especially I always kind of find out that like when you go to a car show and as the number of cars approaches the number 400 it's nice. impossible to get every single car there's, right. there's just no way to do it because they're leaving and they're going um before you even get there you know uh you know to that to, to that portion of the car show kind of thing so well that's something that i've been I, i've dealt with that for a really long time i end up what happens is is i because we didn't just do the picture part of it because you're writing for motorhead magazine if you've ever seen those um, yep. i was writing for motorhead uh it People would promise to be photographers. They wouldn't photography for me. So I was doing the videos and I was like, you know, I can just write the article. What do I know that story too? <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, so it's like, you know, you have that point when you're like, okay, so I'm going to take some pictures. I'll put the pictures up. I'll do this and this whole plan, everything. And that's the thing is when you were talking about having the, this kind of thing about where do I go? It, that was the thing that's very frustrating for me because what I'd end up doing is it's where's the deepest into the pool. And I just jump in and I go, we're going to do this wrong about 18 times. And then I'm just yeah. going to figure it out. So that was the thing is, is we had photographers that weren't picturing. We were doing the film stuff. I wasn't happy with the film stuff. Um, I ended up buying like six cameras, two GoPros, actually three GoPros, um, yeah. all this stuff. And then to come back and say, now we have a website and I was doing a lot less with pictures. And now it's all of a sudden like, okay, now you have uh, the executive society.com, which is the whole new platform for us. I don't know if you, if we went over that with you, but um, that's the new thing. Yep. Um, and now I have to do, I'm going to have to do the pictures. I'm going to have to do uh, the filming. I'm going to have to do any of the interview stuff. Um, and that was the thing is, is I just, I looked at it and I said, what would be something cool? What would be something that people liked? And the crazy thing about it was, as I just said, as long as it was solid, I just so many of these guys, and I don't understand it because I'm in radio. You were, you were with, you know, you were obviously a correspondent on it, uh, pretty much three or four shows. Now you're just the correspondent. Let's just call you that uh, for, <laughs> for everything out there that we do. And that's the thing is, as I said, I'm looking at these guys that are radio stars and they do this online content with Facebook and stuff. And I just, I can't listen to them. And I think that was the big thing is, is I want to look at somebody and I want to be honest with them and say, you know, I would rather listen to a vacuum cleaner than hear some of these guys talk. And I think that was the thing is, as I said, if I can make content that is solid, that, you know, doesn't sound boring or blase. And that's the thing is, is you guys, if you see that, put it in the comments, you know, if we're, if we're boring, let me know. Cause that's the thing is, is I want to spice it up. Uh, but right. the thing was, is to be able to take people, especially like yourself and say, Hey, you have the ability to, to have a conversation about something, even if it's something I guess, you know, talking about car shows, maybe sound a little boring per se. Uh, but I think that's just like, I mean, news is literally talking about stuff that everybody's talked about. So right. Right. it's, it's really about presentation and saying, you know, the stuff that we are talking about is interesting. And when we cover cars, we'd have to actually go in front of the cars and do it that way. So right. that's, that's my input. I just want to see more. That's the thing that we have right now. We have a time right now that I think people don't understand is there's an attack on cars. 
There's yep. an attack on uh, fossil fuel. And I'm not saying that from the bad. I just want the idea of I want people to have options. There's right. Uh, right now, there's JEGS right now made their announcement that they said, we're not selling certain products. Uh, all the places that I work with, I know what happens with spikes. I know what happened with Function Automotive. There's three or four other places that I've talked to to say, hey, uh, we need to order this part. Well, we can't order it because they won't sell it to us anymore because if somebody puts it on something other than their race car, the EPA is going to go after them. And yep. the biggest problem I see for us doing it is because many, much of the content that we have is not exciting. It's not something that people want to listen to. And yeah. they don't want to hear all the stuff. They want to hear. Yeah, they don't want to get the, it is. It is difficult because while you want to inform people of what's happening kind of thing, you don't you also don't want to, uh, you know, create a an aura of doom and gloom so much. Right. That, much as you want to like also like talk about like the great things that are also happening within the car scene um and but that's also that's getting harder and harder to talk about um right. and, well see and, my thing was as i said if we have more good channels if yeah. we have more automotive oriented content that's not just people talking about what great cars they sold or these you know their their cross-country you know, drives it, or whatever and, and it and it's funny because there there's a lot of folks out there and, you know, I, I do watch like a lot of, uh, you know, YouTube content, especially in the automotive um, portion mm -hmm. and, and a lot of it, I mean, you would probably make fun of me for watching kind of thing. Um, but you know, the, the, the ones that I kind of do love are, are like some of the guys who are actually doing a little bit of wrenching. I love those, those type of shows. You know, yep. I, I do love like, you know, Motortron network as well. Um, you know, and, um, but you know, on the, what I don't like watching is the, um, like I am like a very much of an anti, uh, I think like a really good example of like a show that I actually like hate is the, um, the street, um, street racing, uh, content, because I don't think it helps the car scene at all. I Are you saying stuff that's like, um, I don't, I don't know how to say it. Like, so not just not stuff where it's like uh, coverage per se, but like these ones where they show the guys doing the burnouts in front of the lights and stuff like that. Right. I, you know, listen, I, everybody who's anybody loves to watch a good burnout. Right. Right. I, I mean, who doesn't mm -hmm. kind of thing. But what I don't like seeing is like, I don't like seeing like these guys that are like racing for pink slips and um, kind of stuff and, and, and doing like, like races that like are are not like really on a sanctioned area where they're like on public roads or anything like that because yeah. that is the kind of stigma that we're fighting every day especially yeah. when you want to like start up a new car show right starting up a new car show today is uh, almost near impossible especially if you want to get any kind of town blessing it's anathema um, to a town yeah. And, and, you know, like I'm, I, I was actually involved very much in a Facebook battle uh, with like my town here where I actually proposed starting up a car show to raise funds for the athletic department of the high school. And I, uh, you know, I said, listen, you know, York auto show up in Maine, they, they have it on their, their soccer fields, baseball fields, all that kind of stuff. I, I made that like, one suggestion and i had like every athletic director athletic um you know like any any person who has a kid in in any kind of sport 
you would have thought that I was proposing ritualistic hanging in the middle of the town uh, <laughs> and, 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 and actual um, like murder. Uh, did they you know, like, did they ever give you a, a a specific reason of what the problem was, or did they just say no, we hate it? It's gonna it's gonna destroy the fields. Okay, because you know, they because they think we're gonna come out and do burnouts in the middle of the field, or 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 do a demolition derby in the middle of the field. Well, that that see that and the thing that I always said was there's a time and place for everything. Obviously, right. we've done events and we've had police escorts, and there's times that we've driven on the road that I would say was probably faster than some people should have. There's it's what I call the rubber band effect. So the yeah. people in the front are following the, the police officer and they're going 60 or 65, yep. 70. And then the guys at the back are pretty much the same speed, but the guys in the middle, they're catch up, pull back, catch, pull up, back, pull catch back. up, pull back. And then, so yeah, there's guys that have gone, you know, hundred plus miles per hour on a highway. But the thing is, is it's, we're the only ones on the highway. So it yeah. was, it's our road. Uh, you know, and then, and that then, yeah, that brings up an interesting sidebar like um, that we should discuss at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I absolutely despise the fact that my local news channel displays pictures of people who go 120 miles an hour on Route 89 or Route 93 or, or Route 95 in New Hampshire. And it, it, it grinds my gears with so much uh absolute abject uh i i literally want to run up to each of the police officers who like propose doing this and going you're gonna tell me that when you got your license at 16 and your dad gave you the keys to his freaking camry or whatever car and you didn't run it up to see what it'll do right you're gonna tell me you never did that right so you're gonna tell me that you're arresting this 23 year old kid who got his dad's gtr and went 130 on Route 89 at four o'clock in the morning, and he pulled over when you put your lights on. <laughs> it, it's not that he kept going. No, he legit like pulled over and went, "Yep, you got me." And then you cuffed him, you stuffed him, and then you put his picture, his mugshot on Channel Nine News. And you're gonna like sit there and tell me that you've never done what that kid did? Well, they're like, gonna they're gonna pariah him. Right. That's and, exactly and, and, what and, it is. And that's the thing. It's like it, it's we're now we're now at that stage where you kind of were saying it early. You kind of alluded to, to it earlier is that we're prying anybody who's in the car scene and anybody who loves a car. Right. It's it's now kind of like a, a um, it's it's becoming a taboo uh, uh, type of thing where like, you know, car guys, car, car gals even. Yeah. Are um, becoming that. uh that bastard child in the corner that we don't want to discuss anymore, yeah. uh, especially like on the news, like good morning America wouldn't do a car feature. They haven't done a car feature probably in close to 20 years because hey, that's, that's is, something that they can't do. And this is going to bug you about it too. So imagine, think of any other thing that you can do in the world other yeah. than, and, and just think about cars. Ready? You yeah. can be, um, you can be a man, a woman. You can be anything you want in between. You can be black, white, Hispanic, um, Asian. I've gone to car shows and I've had every kind of race, ethnicity. I don't even know. There's probably some stuff in there that 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 I don't even have on the list there. Right. And 
doesn't matter. Oh, and age. You can be my, most age. of my favorite yeah. race car drivers that still race today can mm-hmm. be in their 60s, 70s. I think um, uh, Mr. Chevy, I can't remember the guy's name. It's going to break my heart now because I can't do it. He's 90 he's some odd years old. He shows yep. up in a 57 Chevy that he raced and shows it off to people and talks about his success. I mean, let's look at guys like Richard Petty. There's We're still yep. listening to these guys that that have these awesome stories, name anything else in the world. You can do that too. And, and why would we not accept that as being, th- this should be celebrated. Like, yeah, I, mean, it, I it, you know, it, it's even gotten to the point that when uh, Dana, Danica Patrick retired, mm-hmm. was that anywhere on the news? Like, nope. was it anywhere like on the, the like mainstream media that like, one of the most prolific female IndyCar drivers in the world mm-hmm. didn't get a mention when she officially retired racing. Yeah. She wasn't right. even brought. And the thing, and not to say that you have to be a Danica Patrick fan. I right. I had I had times where I looked at Danica and said, I don't really like how you're hitting the track there. And there's some things that you know, yeah, you're you know, watching. You know, it's funny. We all did that. We all, you know, it's you know, we all kind of did the uh, you know, there, there was that, like that, that resident guilt that occurred with Danica, where you were like, if you didn't, if you didn't root to her or root for her, you, it was as if, you know, you were anti-women in, in racing right. kind of mm-hmm. thing where, and, and, and then if you said, well, she's really not that great of a great, you know, a driver. She actually is, would, but yeah, she actually, <laughs> is, she actually yeah. is. Right. Yeah. But, but, but then you would say, well, she didn't actually race the best in that race. But know, think, kind of think thing. of it like this though. Let's say, I think, uh, Kyle Bush right now, I think he's the number one winning driver in motorsports history or something like that. He's I'll, got, be like, honest. Yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. Like with, with NASCAR, when, when they started doing the race for the chase, I actually liked, I think I everybody kind of, there's a lot yeah, like, in the ratings happening, for a reason. Like, so, that's yeah. not racing anymore. Right. Come on. But if Kyle Busch, who is a not loved racer, or like he has his proponents, if he was to quit tomorrow, I'm pretty sure that that would be all over the news. If somebody I don't think it would, I actually legit think that nobody nobody would bat an eye anymore because racing is not it's not a cool subject anymore. Mm-hmm. It's 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 now to the point right now where where anything automotive is not considered politically correct for the mainstream media a- anymore because it's I, a pollutant. you know what's funny but you never i've never thought of that before that you brought that up and i'm i'm thinking you might have actually like you might be onto something it's it's so it's kind of um it's kind of sad um you know the it, when when you do see it it's only on the obscure channels like you know you mm-hmm. like you know you know what used to be the velocity network which is now the um the motor trend network is pretty much like the last bastion of like the car guys kind of thing because even the Discovery Channel is kind of like cutting down on their car content, mm-hmm. um, uh, and and realistically they're sending it towards the Motor Trend, uh, and and now you have to pay for the app really to to really get like some of the good content on there. Mm-hmm. Well, the um, thing too is is if we have to bring it up. The the platform here and the reason why somebody said, well, you know, you, you, you can, I can criticize YouTube a lot. And um, yeah, right. there's times when YouTube has not been on my side. And uh, in some respects, I think they've kind of sabotaged me. So I'll just get that out of the way. But um, right now, if I want to watch Super GT, if I want to watch. Yeah. Um, you want to watch the Isle of Man if you want to be like G- a two wheel. 
Yeah, you know, you're a two wheel fan. That that's yeah. almost like your your last bastion of, of of like finding any of that kind of content. Right, and, and then we'll and think it's, about it's getting sad. Do you know you know GT Nationals, which used yeah. to be Pirelli World Challenge? Now that was some of my favorite racing, and now that's something that's primarily just YouTube content. So it's something, but but that's the thing is is right now I have on my phone probably I think it's four different things right now for the two qualifiers, the two races. Wherever they're going to go, uh, our buddy Will Turner from Turner Motorsports, they're racing. So they've sent over pictures of them at, uh, I think it was at Indy this weekend or whatever. But um, right. they sent over pictures of them. My friend is going to send, uh, Sean is going to send us um, some pictures of them driving in and out of the pits. And the content I here is just getting eaten up. And I think that's where the point of, get, maybe we're just getting tired of the mainstream. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's the idea of, Think Let's it, think turn it, it off and go over to this. I I kind of like to think of it on, on this level where when I took my kids to go see Ford versus Ferrari mm-hmm. and we kind of got to that point like where like like he was actually tuning in like a radio to listen to the race, you know, kind of thing where, you know, nothing like that. Like, like, like when was the last time the 24 hour of Le Mans was actually like, like a featured on the main news by any means. And second, I, I don't know that there's a radio channel that you could tune in to, to actually like listen to it and, and listen to the status. But on, on that same token, I don't even know that it's televised at all anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't remember like the 24, there is something that they do with it. I, I forgot which channel it was, but like you were saying, it's like velocity or it's some special channel. Yeah. And then obviously the YouTube thing, which YouTube will flat out go for the full 24. Like I looked at the yeah, 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 right. full race on 24 hours and we were like, but, like, again, you know, but again, that's where we're going is like, that's kind of yeah. like the last bastion is like, is, is, it's just now it's motor trend and YouTube. Yeah. For right. Any, for, any mm-hmm. the, for any of the car content. And, you know, and some of the, like the old, the old timers are kind of getting out of it. You know, like we're like Wayne Carini isn't like making stuff anymore. Wasn't well, um, that kind of weird too, because you think about it and the content that's actually taking off is content that the, the older guys don't get into or don't see like my, my YouTube channel right now is not, I think it's 98% that people don't subscribe. And it's funny because I go to, we go to the wheels of time show and the wheels of time guys will come up and be like, Hey, I saw my car on your video or we saw your coverage. And I'm like, yeah, but they're not going to subscribe. They, they don't have an account. They don't, no. they don't have a YouTube account. They really are nope. just pulling up YouTube and going, Hey, I saw the link you shared on our page and oh, yeah. they're all watching it, but they're not like, did you make an account? Nope. And, and they won't, they, it's literally they fly by night content. Right. Right. They won't do it either. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, 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 you know, they're in kind of is almost the definition of the divide, isn't it, too? Yeah. Because, you, know, you know, you got like the like a lot of these old school guys who would love to see the content, but they're not going to kind of like make the effort to actually support the content. Isn't isn't that part of like because we've had this conversation before and I think it, it's a it, I'm going to use the word prolific. It's probably not the right word, but uh, it's one of those conversations where it, this is the the paradox that we live in that. The idea that the people who really want to see the content that normal people don't want to see the content won't go to the place where the content's actually at. Right. Right. You know, so, I, well, you know, I mean, that was the, that was the struggle when I started my website was, 
you know, I would, I would go to a car show and I would, I would sit there and, you know, I would hand out like, like I initially, initially, like I had like, you know, little like uh, four by six cards that I would like hand out and kind of thing or, or leave on my car kind of thing. And, and, and I'd carry them in my pocket as I'm walking around taking pictures. And of course you invariably, you always like, you run into that guy from the wheels of time, the guys from, um, uh, you talking uh, about fair Farron? Yeah. The, the devil, you know, the road devils and, and, right. you know, like, you know, and, the, and they're literally handing out flyers, right? Yeah. They're, right. they're doing the old school thing of walking around each car, handing out flyers. And I'll literally like the, like, I'll, I'll never forget. It was like the first time. And I, I, I literally said, Hey, this is great. Um, why don't you do this? Can you, um, take this and why don't you go over and any car shows that you know about, um, let me know about them so I can put them on my calendar. And, you know, that way people will find out about them. And he looked at me like, as if I had, um, two heads and, and horns and horns and and whatever and literally he was like but we hand out flyers and i said no i understand you hand out flyers but you i can take the flyer scan it or take a picture of it, whatever and and i can make it a digital format so that we can share it on some of the social media platforms and get the word out about your car show right and he's like we we hand out flyers right and I'm that like, thing did, I, did i, I ever get see- that <laughs> did you ever did I ever tell you the story about, cause when I started doing, I did that back in, Oh God, it was early, early two thousands. Yeah. Um, and it was funny because it was totally different world, which I think people don't realize how, uh, you know, it, it, it's so Whew. funny how, how much the car, the, especially the car show scene yeah, has changed even, even within the last 10 years. And, and you could even argue even in the last five years, mm-hmm. um, like what what's changed in the, in the car show. And you're so right, because like, you know, in the in you know, like even the late 90s, you know, realistically, I think that the fundamental change that happened to the car show happened probably because of Fast and Furious, right. uh, you know, type of thing. But no, uh, but that my my thing was so I started back way back then. I mean, I remember sharing car shows on MySpace and. So like that. So some of the big we had a lot of exotic runs that we would get involved in. You still um, got your MySpace account too, that yeah. Oh man, back then it was like the big deal, yeah. But um, but so we were doing these exotic runs, and we'd have um, I mean, it's so funny because you think about exotic runs today. We see all these cars, and it's been very uh, hyperbole wise. When we did an exotic event, it was like two Lambos, a couple of Porsches. Like if my nine four four was there, it was actually a competitive car totally different world. So, but then I would get into, I was like, you know what, we should go. Everybody wanted to be that. We were talking about an, an inclusive thing. Everybody wanted to do, they want to have more shows. They want to have more stuff. Cause the luxury guys back then with BMW and Mercedes, yeah. Yeah. especially if you were AMG, you were in with us. That was it. That was right. the, those cars. They sounded great. They looked great. Who didn't want to hang around with? I mean, we had a CLK 63 black with right. a Mercedes oh, S 600. Now there's a Lambo and a Porsche. That was great stuff. So we were like, Hey, and, you and know the, what? And the V eight M threes, you know, when, yeah. those were, when those were around, you know, but, but we had so few shows because it was so little sharing of the events that we were like, let's go to these old car shows and just show up and they're going to love it. Right. So yeah. I ended up taking this, these events, I'd bring them in. I would share them out and say, Hey, let's do stuff. And I remember we got in this conversation with one guy and he was like, oh, you, you shared the event. Right. And I said, yeah, I, I put it out to people. And he goes, don't ever do that again. Got mad at me. And it, it's, 
Yeah. Oh yeah. All the time happened constantly. And, um, and the thing was, is it wasn't even publicly shared. It was just our stuff, but they knew that we had shared it and got mad at us because we put it online somewhere and they couldn't control the content. And I would be like, well, just post it online then so we could see it. And, but they didn't want to do that. And the funny thing was, is in, I don't want to name names because it's somebody that's really close. Both of us know them and it's, re- I want to say really close to the heart, but this is, we're talking probably two years ago at most. And I remember I went to his, he had his own Facebook page and I remember messaging, messaging, messaging. I said, you know, we should, we need an event page for your event. If we're going to make sure that it has the attendance that it needs to, because you guys are in this kind of niche zone and you're perfect. Like one event's having thousands of people, Yours should be able to have thousands of people. And I don't think it's going anywhere because you don't have an event page. Right. So when I went in his own, his Facebook page, his own group page, um, cause it was open or whatever. I went in, I made an event. I assigned the event to the group. So it was only in his controlled group, mind you. Yeah. yeah right. And I said, here's, here's the event, you know, everybody show up to this. And I even made him a, cause you can save the settings and make him a co-host. So I made him a co-host. And I said, let's see what happens. I really, I troll like that bad. It was so funny. So all of a sudden I was like, here comes the messages. And it was, they're all third person makes I mean, he's on Facebook and he's like, yeah, make sure you talk to this guy before you, you know, before you go to the show, don't you know, like, he might kick you out. That kind of thing it was hilarious. How it went. So we got in, we had this conversation Hi. and he was like, oh yeah. So he was like, what did you do that for? Like this? And it was like, well, there's no event thing. And we're a group. I'm figuring we're all members and everything. So let me, I just figured we'd share an event and you know, it was on your page. It was in your controlled environment. I said, if, you know, if you guys didn't like it, they did have an admin that could have taken it down or deleted it without my control. Uh, No, he got, he he was real close to getting angry. And then, and it was, he was like, just do me a favor and don't do it again. And I was like, okay, now mind you, we are really good. The same guy. We're really good friends today. I don't think that conversation would ever happen again if I did the exact same thing, but I still respect them and say, you know, you're not, you're not effectively a member of the club. Um, But yeah, if you guys, if there's a member that wants to put it up, put it up and they ended up doing it. They ended up doing, um, they don't do it consistently, but they do a good job of putting up an event page and saying, this is what it is. And if the event they cancel it, but. But, but yeah, they got mad. <laughs> that and it's funny because that a, a very similar situation actually happened to the Target um, uh, cruise that happens every Friday mm-hmm. uh, in Nashua, and 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 it and it turned into like you know don't don't pay attention to that Target one, pay attention to this Target one, and and it turns into like Ooh. you know you know like uh, the it, it 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 literally got into one of those situations where unfortunately the person wasn't like really like facebook savvy and you know ends up creating like like now like there's three different like events things (laughs) for it and it's like well oh great now which one do we pay attention to um for like cancellations and all things because that that's one thing that i've been like adamant about recommending to like any car show and especially if it's a new car show if you do nothing else create either a Facebook group page for it or an official Facebook page for it that you can at a minimum share last minute weather updates uh, or, you know, cancellations kind of thing, because 
that's usually like the hardest thing to like find out about is like, you know, oh, well, is it still going on? Cause it was kind of sprinkling here, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's sprinkling like 50 miles from here. Uh, kind of kind of thing. So, um, well, I think that's the problem too. Is is they'll end up making events. They'll put these events up, and because and nothing against and anybody become, that's older, they age. they don't think to update it. So it's it in the middle of a rainstorm, and so age. I've showed up to an event that it's not raining because like New England weather, like it yeah. never gets it right anyway. <laughs> right, so right. so you show up and there's nobody there, and I'm like, hey guys, that's the thing is, is I complain. I didn't complain. I messaged somebody one time on the public group and I said, Hey, by the way, I'm down here. Did the event get canceled? And I said, look, if if somebody responded, yeah, it got canceled. And I said, well, just in the future, if you're going to make this event page, if it get canceled, you can press the cancel button. We all know it got canceled. So nobody shows up because there were people showing up. Like I would come in and then I see car after like they would figure it out and then leave. But that was the thing is they lit me up. Like they're like, I was, you know, Hey, what was wrong with me? Because I didn't show up on the guy's personal Facebook page and watch every little thing that happened. And I'm right, like, right. I, you know, how, how do these it, people it, know it? It's a weird, it's, it's a weird kind of thing that, that legit uh, like occurs kind of thing. Whereas, you know, uh, I, I mean, how many times have we seen like, we're like a, you know, a car show and, and, you know, we all want them to embrace the new technology or at least the 21st century, I, I guess is like the best way to say it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and utilize whether it be the social media or at a minimum, like whatever, like at least a web page. but like how many times have we seen like our, our, how many Facebook group page are you, are you following right now that have not been updated for four or five years, Easily, but, the, five but years. the event is still going on mm-hmm. and yet they're not updating that, that page. Now I totally understand the, well, so-and-so started up and he's no longer with the group or he moved down to Florida or whatever kind of thing. Well, that's fine. Call him up and say, Hey, give me your, you know, yeah. you know, if you created an account for it, help, help us out or take it down, you know, kind of thing. And so that we can create like the new, the new one kind of thing. But it, 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 it is amazing to me how it it's an equal, equal amount of either too much info or not enough info. There is no in between uh, but, at all. And it's funny because so this is the thing that so you look at the old school stuff and we kind of see that balance of you know there is stuff out but there's not stuff out you know that right. stuff happens all the time. When it comes to the exotic community, it's all like so we have private chats. Yeah. Um, now we have stuff that so it's WhatsApp, it's Facebook groups, it's Facebook. Yeah. I mean, not Facebook groups, just Facebook chats. Like there's yeah. no, yeah. there's no any of this other stuff, and everything is word of mouth. Right. So everybody, like somebody would say to me, "You're, you, don't worry if we have anything going on, you're invited to it." And I go, "Okay, where is there an event well, page? How do I find out about it? You, right. you, you won't. Like it really will. Just like you can. I, I've sneezed before and missed stuff unless it's like." So Aston, uh, uh, Ferrari of New England, yeah. um, they were quick to message me and say they're doing something, I want to say November. But anyway, um, they have construction going on. But yeah. that's the thing is, hey, we're doing a Cars and Coffee. They'll send the stuff over to me and say, uh, this is when we think something's going to happen. Just keep your eyes peeled. We'll ha- They'll have an event page. Um, like if Lamborghini did something, they'll have an event page. Then you get a couple of groups that are, trying to be more public if you will but the thing is is they're not as exotic as they like to to admit and then you end up getting 
kind of this combative thing going on. I, and I don't understand. Like, that's one thing that it's, it's I'm telling you right now, you think it's bad for old cars and you think it's bad for tuners next year. I've already said it. And I've already worked with a couple of like leaders in the community and just said, look, we can't, we can't afford to have this year happen again. Because if you, if you thought the way it was handled in the past that ended up destroying the community, it's going to be 10 times worse because yeah. there's so many more people now that are involved. And we do, we have these crescendos guys will get into it. They'll get into, they'll make some money. They'll get some nice cars. They'll buy, you know, factory five just is going to be bring out the F nine R. So now the F nine R guys will get out. It'll be, everybody will be in the spin. And then what'll happen is, is they get very clicky and then yeah. they get in their different. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is now, We've seen this in the muscle car community. It's happened multiple times where it these happens clicks, in the tuner community. It happens. Yeah. It happens. In the, you know, it, it's people hate it, each it, other it, and you're like, why? It, it, <laughs> but it's, but you know what? It's, it's, it's not a phenomena that is new. It, it's been no. happening since like the beginning of the car scene. And uh, like, you know, I think when I was a kid, we used to see it. Um, You know, when I was like in the, like in the, late seventies when my dad and I used to go to car shows, we'd see the, like the model a and model T guys like totally scoff at the guys bringing like, like a 1969 or, or a 19, you know, uh, or, or like a Mustang or, or, or a Firebird or anything like that to a car show and be like, and like the, the same disdain and, and scoffing that some people give to the Mopar guys who show up with a, with a brand new charger or, right. you know, or a brand new Hellcat kind of thing you know it's like oh you bought your car that's great (laughs) right yeah true. and 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 it and it it's it's something that's been happening since the beginning of the car show scene it it, it's not something that i think is going to go away but i but what i think needs to happen is that it needs to be something that's like brought like an awareness of it because i think if you're aware of it it, you're listen nobody's gonna love like every kind of car well except for me um but you know you're you're always going to have the guy who's got like we'll use you as an example who's got like a porsche 944 and and you may scoff at the guy who's got like like a boxster because you know that's the poor man's porsche and everybody got one kind of 914 yeah, the 914, you know, kind of thing, right? Or right? The, the Ferrari Dino. <laughs> right, you know? I actually liked them, and everybody's like, why do you hate these cars? But I don't know. Right, right. But, you know, but 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 that's the other thing, too, is, like, you know, there and there's always the guy who hates, like, the Honda Civic for showing up kind of thing, because it's like, like they made five billion of them. Like, why is it a big deal? It's, it's like a Honda Civic. And it, you know, like, respect the person, respect the build is, like, my big mantra, right? It, um every car is personal to every single person Mm -hmm. um they love the car for their own reason you don't have to love the car you just have to respect the reason that they do love the car and the fact that they love a car you know that's that's like that's the most important aspect of it is is that because of what we were talking about earlier where there's kind of like now this kind of like a, a demonization of like the car community um we, we have to like embrace these people who genuinely love cars and, and not alienate them because they don't love the car that you love. Right. Um, you know, the type of thing. So well, my, my thing was, and this is something I learned from, I want to say the low, the low rider guys, the hot rod, low rider guys. I want to say it's like the pre seventies group. So, yeah. and it's 
it's a weird it's a it's a cool awesome and i don't want to say click because they're not a click but it's it's they almost they, they, they kind of are because i mean i've met a, a lot of them and and they, they but they have a community they definitely have a community right. and and they will definitely talk to people right well these but, guys but, but if you but if when i told them i had a 1995 corvette it was instantly kind of like well yeah okay yeah that's <laughs> well that was the thing was is what they they did for me was I, I get invited to this one event once a year and it is literally a big party and yeah. I, I do not miss it i think i know reason, which I, I think yeah. i know which event you're talking about yeah we um the last last year the only reason we didn't go was because of covid we actually went pre-covid the year before um and it was funny because i was sick when i showed up but that was kind of weird but anyway um <laughs> But that was the thing is, is we show up to this event and everybody from the Wheels of Times guys, that's the big, yeah. you know, that event, um, the mass cruisers, yeah. all those guys get a chance to go on the stage and present their groups. Um, yeah. And this is um, the Kingpins, the Creeps, yeah, the these, the the, yeah. yeah. And these guys are put together like I, I, they they like to say that they're put together kind of like motorcycle clubs. I like the yeah. the overarching thought process to it, but I don't agree with it because there are different ways of doing it. But they, they have structure to their group. Yeah. But that's the thing is, as I said, that structure is a lesson that you could teach other people because. You guys are all getting together. You don't hate each other. And they have, I mean, everything from every kind of diversity you can say, and including different kind of political beliefs. Right. And right. they get with each true? other. Isn't that, isn't that true about the car community though? Like, you know, because the, the car community, like nobody, at least in, in my observation, nobody like genuinely discusses like politics. No. Well, we tr- they try not to. But like, trying not to. I mean, you'll, I mean, yeah, you'll see a bumper sticker or whatever, right. you know, but you're, it's not going to be like the guy's going to like make it a point of like what, you know, mentioning like whatever candidate that they're voting for kind of but thing. But there's still it. such a divide that if I, it was like when I went to um, the, the, I got kicked out of a car Facebook page because <laughs> one of the guys said, he said, we don't make political posts here. Then he made a political, the, the admin made a political post and I jokingly responded to him and I said, so, Hey, <laughs> by the way, man. so I got jumped into that pool and I was, and you know me, like if I can, if I can jump in and troll the moment I'm going to, and yeah, right, right. So that was what happened. I can made a comment back and he just like lit, basically lit me up in a very passive aggressive way and then kicked yeah, me yeah. out of the group. And then I'm like, okay, well, the guy looks over me because you guys are going to help me with something looked at me and asked me to help. And I'm like, no. And he was like, what do you mean? I said, you, you kicked me out of the group. I'm not part of the, yeah. if you didn't want me to be part of the group, you, you kick the guy out. Like I'm not helping you at all now. Right. And they were like, Oh, well, can we change that? And they, I don't know. They, they talked to the guy and I remember the wording was basically like, well, it, it was, it's something we're going to work on down the road. Well, you know what? Guess what? You didn't, this is why you didn't get up on the radio. This is why you didn't get in the live stream. This is why I'm talking to Joel now instead of you. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, right. It's uh, nothing personal. No, like it. I'll have you on any time, Joel, but you, you would come on and say like, Hey, we're going to have that other guy. Okay. Let's talk to him too. That's great. But um, that's the thing is, but if, when I went to the low rider thing, we actually did have a conversation that was starkly political. It, it had both leans to it. Um, yeah. And that's the thing is, is we, nobody got mad at each other. Nobody hated us. Either. We're yeah. all still friends on Facebook and we all have different things that we bring to the table. And they all, that's the thing that I always said was each one of them has something that I like 
that I'm not willing to give up just because they voted a certain way. Right. I think, I think the, you know, it's funny because my, my opinion about these type of like, whether we want to call them clicks, whether or not we want to call them um, like specific groups. I mean, you know, like we could talk about like, you know, like the Corvette clubs and all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, But I, I will tell you like the hackles that go up on the back of my neck when I go to a car show and, and especially when it's, you know, claiming to be like an all-inclusive car show and you and I've discussed that, you know, yes. you know, uh, at, at length and ad nauseum about, you know, the, the, the all-inclusive versus like the specificality of like, you know, certain car shows, which I get it. You know, I, 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 I don't, I don't hate like the specific car shows. Like I'll go to, I've been to many a, a Corvette show because I have a Corvette. Um, but that being said, when, you know, when, when, when I go to a car show, that's all inclusive and I'm usually hanging out with that, that old school guy. And, and I do love the old school guys. Cause you know, that the breadth of knowledge from these guys is just like mind boggling, especially like historical, uh, uh, aspects of it. Like, cars. Yes, right. uh, you know, the, the car scene, not just the car scene, but the specificality of certain cars, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, I'm, the hackles go up when that car, you know, rolls up and, and we'll use your 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 Hyundai Genesis, you know, like rolls up. And, mm. and that old school guy will look at that car and go, why is that here? And, well, the thing and that, that and that's, that's when that's when my hackles go up and I literally just go because they like that car and it's and it's and it's generational right. to them because that's the thing about the the. the the, the car scene that people don't understand mm-hmm. is the car scene is actually generational. Yeah. Right. You know, in the seventies, the classic car guy was looking at a model a or, or even like a, you know, like, or looking at a five window Ford, you know, um, hot rod or even like model T's, you know, like when I was a kid, I remember seeing like rows upon rows upon rows of, model t's and like the brass buicks you know like the, the the brass cars you know that that kind of thing which is, that's those are the cars i genuinely miss seeing like you don't see those cars uh much at all even at the, like the all-inclusive shows um whereas uh like uh, like uh the manchester show um which you know that might be like, there might be a couple there kind of thing, but realistically, you know, you don't see those cars anymore, but like back in the seventies, that, that was like, what was a, like considered like a car show. It was like seeing those, those old brass cars and, and seeing. Well, that cars. was, yeah. within the seventies and eighties, like I remember going with my grandfather and that was, it was the, I think the model T's and the model A's and you'd have the guys. Uh, and when there would be, there would be rows and of them. Right? Yeah, there exactly. Rows yeah. Of them, right? mm-hmm. like, and, and now, well, that generation is gone, right? You know, because that, that's what they like grew up with seeing and that's what they wanted to have kind of yep. thing. Um, and then like the next generation got into like where they wanted the 57 Chevy. And then, you know, then you went you went to a car show like in the late 70s, early 80s, and it was a 57 Chevy, like every other like row kind of thing. And, and you would see like a ton of them or you'd see the Buick specials uh, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And, and you would see those. And then like in the nineties, that's when we started seeing like, you know, like a lot more of like the acceptance of bringing like what we kind of jokingly call the bot car. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, where like the, like 
the 85 IROC Z would start showing up on the scene, right? And the, and the uh, Mustang LX, when everybody who was anybody in the 90s bought a Mustang LX or a must or, or an uh, IROC Z, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, I don't know. And, right, right. <laughs> where are they, though? Like, like seriously, yeah. like, where are they now? You know, like, they, because now it's like, if you see a, a, a genuine five-liter Mustang LX notchback, Mm-hmm. I, it's rare to see nowadays you know but but back in the 90s when we were in high school god you'd, you'd look out in the high school parking lot and there'd be at least five to six of them because everybody who was anybody knew the mustang lx was the help was quicker than the freaking gt yeah well i think that the, the thing that i think <laughs> and, and this might be part of that conversation itself and this is something we brought up early in the show was i remember and this was what spurned our initial conversation about why there was such a rift in the car community was we, we did this video. We showed the old, um, what do you call it? The old Dodges. We had, um, I, you know, Ray play in his group. That's all old Dodge guys. Um, there was another group that had the old Dodges. They drove up to the car show together and they all parked together, which obviously here I am with the, you know, the Genesis and going, well, this doesn't work with this group, but okay. Um, so I parked in with them, which I, I love doing that. Um, and the, one of the guys comes up and he's like, Oh, I like your car, your car, your car. Um, and even kind of, it was kind of into mine, but still kind of skipped it over, which is okay. Then he got over to that area where it was the, there's the Hellcats, the, the new chargers, the new challengers and looked over and said, well, you know, really those guys shouldn't be parked in with this group. Now remember there's no assigned parking. Right, right. But he's not supposed to park in with the old cars. Those new cars are supposed to park in their own spot. And we did a whole video coverage of that. We put it up on the thing. And I said, I want to hear input from people. And the people responding to the video said, I don't get it. But the people that were there were the, the people that were complaining the most. So I was kind of who, who, who was saying what? You know what I mean? Right, right. It's funny because nobody wants to admit that they do it. Right. Right. You know, totally. it's, 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 it's kind of one of those, um, uh, you know, if, well, if, if nobody else saw me do it, then it never really happened, uh, uh kind of thing. But, you know, I, I think it's fascinating that, you know, the, the, the car culture is inherently divisive. Um, and it's mostly because of brand wars, right. Mm-hmm. You know, you got the Ford, you know, the Ford guys against the Chevy guys, um you got the, you got the tuners against the, the the muscle cars the rat rods and rat rods pretty much got they get along with anybody pretty much you know right. uh type of thing um but uh but and then you know all of us corvette corvette guys are basically labeled as the snobs and and uh oh no the viper guys are taking you over for that position Oh, is, is that right? You know, yeah. I, oh, well, absolutely. So it's funny because the the exotics actually fill that too. You know, in in, in some aspects, kind of. Yeah. You know, thing, well, right? no, that's the thing is to see we, but that, people but, in but the exotic way, communities too- were were too. They, they they never dealt with anybody, so that was okay. Then it was the Cor- Corvette guys were the snobs, and they didn't want to deal with people because they were too good. And then yep. suddenly the Corvettes got with the GTRs because in the Porsches. So now you guys are all in the club. Now you got your stamp of approval. And the Viper right. guys were like, "Wait a minute, we're 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 supercars, right?" And they just took it upon <laughs> themselves to become completely aloof and not want to work with anybody. I have yet to figure it out. But once the Viper Club of all the clubs that have 
yet to, to, of all the clubs, everybody has contacted me except for the Viper club. I'm still waiting for them to email me back. It, so. And it's funny too, because I, how many times do you see a Viper at a car show lately? But the funny thing is, is the, I have a group of Viper friends. Some of them are part of the club. Some of them are not. And they were the ones that told me like, don't, if you message the club, they're not going to respond to you. Uh, but those guys come as a group. There's five or six of them and they try to make it out to everything. A lot of them, there's a couple of military I, I feel guys. As if that's rare. Because, because, it's still, I agree. Yep. And because, because, um, you know, the, one of the largest shows that's up in New Hampshire is the one that happens uh, um, in September at, and they close down the center of Manchester. Nice. Um, there, there's also a Manchester one in, in Connecticut that they do the same exact thing. Um, and like that legit is a show that is, is all inclusive. Everything shows up that uh, you'll get the tuner guys that are showing up and, and you're absolutely right. They like all of the, you know, whether we want to call them the clicks or whatever, they, they try to, you know, park together. The clubs yes. try to park together, right? The Mustangs have actually their own off street where, you know, they all try to park <laughs> on this one side street, you know, and, and they're all down there. They right? want to stay away from the, the spectators just for right. insurance purposes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. Well, you know, if it's not a Mustang guy, it's a Corvette guy. So it's like, you know, it's it, okay. It, <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, um, where was I originally going with that? So it, it is interesting to me that, um, you know, the, the clicks kind of like all do stay together and they kind of like, but they, they also feed off of each other um, in, in a way. But, but what I find interesting though, is like there's certain cars and I kind of mentioned earlier with like, you know, where, where are all the Mustang LXs? Um, but where are all the Vipers? Like, it, it seems like there were so many Vipers made and so many of them sold. And yet I have not like, I think the last Viper that I saw at a car show was curated in the muscle car uh, arena um, at the new England in new England international auto show by rich Doucette. And, and I believe the owner of it was, Oh gosh. Um, uh what's his name from uh what's my car worth oh okay yeah mm -hmm. yeah who's from who's from the boston area and it was originally on v66 there's there's mm -hmm. some like little piece of trivia for you as well yep. um but um that, that's i feel like that's the last viper that i saw publicly there may have been one in manchester now that i'm thinking about it but but i felt like it was like oh wow there it is and and it's like where, where are they all well, we, we had a conversation about this the other day, and it was funny because recently um, I've been friends with the ex-head of the Viper Club that was up uh, in the New England area, if you will, for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And he was working with the guy that did basically all the work on many of the Vipers. Yep. And the problem was, is it, I mean, they stopped making the car, what, I think it was 2017, so once they stop doing it and it's like anything, like if you have the, the Veyrons and all that stuff, you don't see Veyrons because they, they, they're our, our thing in the whole brokering, the old brokering days was that you're looking, you're not looking for a person to own the car. You're looking for its next garage. And I think that's kind of what <laughs> happened with the Viper. Um, yeah. 
the guys that are running the old Gen 3s and stuff like that, I think that they they still covet their cars, but I think they take those out a little bit more. But the later you get on, especially I want to say Gen 5s and, and ACRs, any specialty models, they don't want to bring those cars out because they see them as, I mean, right now, especially the Viper market is climbing. Like the same reason you don't see Lamborghini Diablos, the same reason you don't see certain Ferraris is because the market has gone so out of control that... I don't want let's, to put my mile on it. You know what I mean? Well, let's talk about like why that, why that's been destroyed. I, I have gone on record as saying the worst thing that happened to the, to the car collector hobby was the televisation of the auto auctions. <laughs> take, take, take There's your pick. A lot of people are going to agree with you there. <laughs> take, take your pick of whichever one. And, and I can tell you um, actual fact I, I kind of went through this like uh, when, I, when I was looking for my Corvette, I'd sold a motorcycle and I was looking to, to get something that my wife and I could enjoy. And, and, and that, believe it or not, at that time, it wasn't so much that I was, you know, I hadn't even dreamt up the website. I hadn't even dreamt any of that up. That actually kind of spawned on because of buying Corvette. And, I, you know, I actually had something that I could bring to a car show. And that was that was kind of like. I didn't even realize it until I bought it and was like, wow, I can actually bring this to a car. Like I can actually park with the rest of the guys now. That's kind of cool. Right. So um, when, when I, when that actually happened or when I, when I got to the point where I was actually like realizing that I was, or the, of, that I was going to get something that was a cool car, I kind of went through this mentality of, I was going to try to own like all the cars that my dad considered cool that, you know, that he owned at one time. And, and I still have this, like, if, if I ever win the lottery, that, that is going to be the life goal to happen, that I am going to do it. I'm going to get his five-window 32 Ford that he drove in high school nice. um, that, that had a flathead V8 in, in it uh, kind of thing. And, and, and I, I have pictures of it. Um, I will find a 1970 BMW 2002. And I remember you picking on me, like, uh, when, when I went to uh, that Silver City uh, me and I don't know what BM- he's talking about here. <laughs> there was a BMW 2002, and I like I was pretty much like so giddy excited, and you were kind of looking at me like, "What the freak?" <laughs> um, and uh, but I and I want the 1979 Trans Am that he custom ordered because we went to see Smoking the Bandit. And, uh, yeah, and that car right there, six six. Woo. Yeah, and we immediately went out, and he he actually like he got every brochure and spent like months scouring and ordering the WS6 package and. And, and no T-tops because they were going to leak. Um, and, and you know, that was kind of the thing. And so I kind of focused on the Trans Am. I was like, oh, you know, I'll see if I can find a Trans Am. And I literally did. I, I found one on Craigslist, contacted the guy. It was literally one of those ads that had one, two, three, four, five as the price. And, and, I, and I should have known with the five digits. I was kind of like, oh, you know, but eh, let's see what he wants kind of thing. You know, maybe it's, you know. You know, well, let's see what it is. Well, I literally, I showed up at the guy's house. It wasn't the right color, but it was the right style. It had the, it had the solid roof and I, and it did need paint anyway. So I was like, it's got the right color interior. So I'll, I'll make it my dad's car, even though I could, I actually tried looking for my dad's car. I actually did a VIN search and I couldn't find it. Um, the, anyway, I, I went, he, he came out and he literally, he tossed me the keys. You know, that that's the textbook car salesman. Exactly. Toss, mm-hmm. toss the guy, the cars to Here's your chick magnet. Have fun. 
right, right. And uh, go, he's like, go on, take it for a spin, see what you think, right? And I go out, and it's, you know, it's run a little rough. Definitely needed a, a harmonic balancer, I think. And, um, you know, as soon as you put it in drive, it leveled right out kind of thing and, uh, you know, that type of thing. So I'm like, ah, oh, you know, do this. And I take it out, and I, I, I literally pulled it into a Home Depot parking lot. to, And that's what I always do whenever I test drive a used car. I always go to, like, a parking lot somewhere, and I just, like, I start like crawling inside upside down, like all over the car kind of thing. And so I open up the trunk and I kid you not what appeared to be either a yield sign or a stop sign was actually JB welded to the bottom of the trunk. Oh my God. Right. And I'm like, Oh, okay. That's great. And, you know, sure enough, the, the quarter panels and everything had Bondo like, you know, sucking through the sides and everything. And I'm like, yeah, okay. This thing's, this thing was not really restored correctly in its previous life or incarnation, you know, whatever kind of thing. Um, so there's got to, there's going to be a lot of corrective later kind of thing. So I'm like, okay, well, you know, so I go back and we, I literally like, I, I go uh, and up to him and I toss him the keys back and he barely catches them because I'm like one of the worst throwers on the planet. And he goes, well, what'd you think? And I said, well, let's talk about the brass tax. Like, what do you, what do you really look to get out of this? Like how much, how much do you really want for this thing? Because, you know, you've got a, a fake number on, on the ad. What are you looking at? And I, and I, and I kid you not like, like insert the guy doing like the. Oh no. Right. You know, and, and, and he suddenly, he suddenly develops a Southern accent out of nowhere. <laughs> and says. Well, you know, these things are going for 30,000 on Barrett decks. Oh, God. Right? And I looked right at him and I said, well, I can pretty much guarantee you there isn't a stop sign JB welded to the bottom of the trunk. I don't think your car will be making it to Barrett. Just right. right. And he kind of goes, well, you know, it's still a pretty decent car. And I'm like, I know what I got. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And I said, well, okay, so what's your starting so that I can either throw a number at you, that kind of thing. Where, where do you want to start at? And he goes, well, I'm thinking 15 grand is, is a decent price. And I looked at him and I said, and you were like 300. So I can go crush it and, and get and more I, money for the catalytic converter. <laughs> right. I said, I said, <laughs> well, that's a little bit more than I'm willing to spend for this. And he goes, well, what are you willing to spend for it? And I was like, I was thinking five grand was more than a fair price for this right. because I'm going to probably have to, I'm amazed you grand. went that high. Uh, you know, it's funny, too, because I was literally like I started doing the math in my head thinking, all right, how much welding am I going to have to have done? So that's going to be like at oh, a it's frame off for a store right there all day. Long. Right. You know, it's it's two to three grand, you know, four grand for just welding. Right. You know, not even that's not even like smoothing. That's not even, you know, like whatever kind of thing. And and the engine was actually pretty original. I, I was I, I will give the guy credit for that because it was like when I popped the hood. It was the original shaker hood. So it wasn't like it wasn't like they they'd taken the shaker hood off and like actually bolted it to the to the to the hood and then put like the Edelbrock uh, chrome, which is what every every guy did. And it always made me, oh, why did you do that? You know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. And um, but but anyway, like I, I, I said, no, I said I, I five grand would be the most I would actually go on this. And he goes, well, I guess you enjoyed your joy ride. And I'm like, well good luck selling this <laughs> you know, kind of thing, but I'll, I'll, I mean, kick, a, I'll kick the tire on the way out. If it makes you feel, but better. that's the thing, but that's the thing I, I, I legit do think that 
that the Barrett Jacksons, the, the Christie's, um, you know, that kind of thing have being televised have made the, the average Joe six pack car 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 owner think they have exactly what you said. I know what I got, yeah. you know, uh, you know, kind of thing. And, and, and I think it's actually hindered the car collector world. And it's also excluded a lot of people from being able to join that club. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, the, the, the guy who maybe has like the budget of like 12 grand to like find a car and maybe even do a little bit of restoration to it, whether, you know, a minor restoration kind of thing, which you'd probably do. I mean, that car was six grand at the most in today's dollars. Yeah. And an additional six grand could be spent on it to, to get it at least car show worthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, it's, it's car show worthy as it is, but, to 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 get it to the point where you you at least get a little bit of respect of going wow this thing's in actually in pretty decent shape or you you're not embarrassed to open up the trunk you know you, <laughs> you know you're not you know yeah uh, or you're not embarrassed to open up the door and see the um you know the body by fisher emblems mm-hmm. on the you know on the on you know that well this this is something and it's i think in the future uh because we're gonna close up the show now but i definitely want uh, I tackled I, a lot of topics, but yeah, but being friends with, uh, I, Steve Serio, uh, that's somebody that I want to have on at some point because the, the rabbit hole that we're crawling down right now, you don't know how deep it goes until you have somebody like him who actually advises people on what to buy. And oh, the yeah. horror story of showing up to somebody's house, that says, I bought all these collector cars and he goes there and he goes, well, none of these collector cars are worth anything. I can only imagine because this has now become big money. It's, it's, it's like, like the Countach of the eighties has yeah. now become the collector cars of 2021 and, and beyond. And that's the thing is, is these guys are actually the, the Wayne Carini's of the past are now guys that look over and advise people on how to purchase good cars. Were today. you saddened like, were you saddened like me when you learned that the original Countach didn't have the front wing, like the one on cannonball run? No, I knew that that I was. <laughs> that's the worst part about it is I was kind of there with the Countach, making yeah. it into the U.S. and like I knew all the import stuff. I knew yeah. exactly how things were. I didn't know a lot of people until I moved up to the north. So anything after '87, then I was in and I started meeting people, and yeah. you know it was still passively knowing them, but you still knew it, and you see the cars come in. And you see this stuff, but I mean, I've seen some whack job Countaches and that's the thing yeah. is, is they come in, they didn't have bumpers, they get bumpers right. added. And then now the bumpers are gone and, and yeah. everything is in everybody's habit. Some guys, just that bumper was part of that American generation. And then I think it was, I think it was 87, 88. Um, there was when a big import of- thing when the, the rule that the rule came into play and Lamborghini was like, Hey, you know what? I think the good, best thing to do here is let's crash test one and make it so that we can actually sell it in the U S and then it became U S legal. So you start seeing when it got to the anniversary cars, the anniversary cars were worth big bucks, but people yeah. were still importing them. So yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Front, front wings, front odd little clump bumpers. And just, yeah. I mean, the way they, they created this stuff was amazing. Yeah. So, but yeah, well, Joel, I want to thank you for coming. I think we need to make this kind of like a, like a generalized thing that we do a little bit again, we can have some more people on, especially somebody that can talk about collector stuff. Cause I think there's a people out there that really would like to hear not only the horror stories, but some of the pitfalls, because I'm saying you, you and I both are people that would get into collecting cars down the road. And even if it's just 
you know, Hey, I want that a model that my grandfather had. I want to make sure that the car is right dialed in and perfect. Right. So, um, so yeah, I think that's something we let's look out for somebody that we can have on the show that can really bring that to bear. Uh, and then somebody that that's, you know, kind of an expert in it. So, but until yeah. then guys, I want to thank you. Thank you, Joel, uh, chapel, d- get, give them a big shout out right now. Any place else that they want to see you other than, uh, than your website. Uh, I at web knees on uh, my Instagram. Um, and, uh, I'm on facey face, uh, which I'm pretty prolific on the facey face, um, at, um, uh, at Mr. Jolie C for Facebook, which is on down below on my, Perfect. uh, uh, there. So, all right, guys. So yeah. you guys check it. Remember hit the subscribe button. I understand that might be a problem for you, but find a way to hit the button, <laughs> hit the subscribe. Uh, we're going to be bringing you some more content like this down the road. So, uh, definitely check out these other videos. We're going to continue to bring some new content. This has been Primo and Joel. Uh, showing up for a uh, car side chat today, and we will be back real soon uh, to grace your awesome screen. We'll talk to you soon. Remember executive automotive society, uh, IG page, uh, executive automotive society.com. Uh, and obviously right here at our own YouTube channel. And we're on spot. You'll see this on Spotify, um, Apple and Google play. So talk to you guys then you guys have a great day and we will see you next time. <laughs>